Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today is no exception. We have our great guest all the way from Los Angeles, California. Welcome to the show, Savannah Arroyo. Hi, I'm super stoked to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, Savannah, your journey into real estate investing is not the typical career path. You are still a full-time registered nurse and actually branded as the net worth nurse. Tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got here. Yeah, of course. I am a registered nurse. I do this full-time. I grew up in Sacramento, went to Sacramento State, got my nursing degree from up there. I've worked in a couple different specialties within healthcare and within nursing, kind of figured out what I loved and went back to school, got my master's degree in uh, nursing leadership and administration. So right now I help oversee multiple departments in a hospital down here in Los Angeles, California. I dove into real estate when I was on maternity leave with my second daughter, got bit by the bug hard, fell in love with real estate, everything that it had to offer. I didn't really know anyone firsthand who was investing in real estate. So it was a little bit new to me. So I read every book I could get my hands on, listened and binged every podcast, was watching YouTube videos. And I originally, my husband and I got started investing in single family homes. And then after listening to a lot of people, uh, a lot of the feedback and advice that I heard was to start scaling sooner. And then shortly after, we switched into multifamily syndications. I love that. I love that. There's so many different ways to get into this business. There's no one career path that works. It's a matter of getting in the game. And it's not just timing the market. It's spending time in the market. It's that compound effect that comes from just doing the thing day in, day out. I love that. So today, you're invested in multifamily and you've jumped into syndication. What was that leap like going from the point where you ran out of your own money into working with other people's money? Yeah. So that was huge for us in terms of scaling, which I know a lot of syndicators can relate to. But that's the the awesome side of real estate investing is that there's so many different ways that you can get into it. And when you think there's a lot of different roadblocks or certain reasons why you can't do something, there's always a way you can. So pivoting and then learning about different ways that you can do certain things. So buying large multifamily deals through a syndication route and pulling together capital from other investors is a huge opportunity to give other investors a service by providing them with a great investment opportunity. And then as an operator to be able to get into these deals with limited capital, although we try to invest in every single one of our deals, it does allow us the opportunity to get in. You've developed your expertise as a registered nurse. Your social circle is probably going to have an awful lot to do with the healthcare industry. Your friends and family know you as a registered nurse. How did you transition from being branded as a registered nurse into now as a real estate investor? How did that go? Yeah, it was it was some steps kind of before that. I'm going to backtrack a bit. So there's so many similarities between operating a syndication as to what I was doing in healthcare. I'm in the operations side of things. I oversee staff. I work on process improvement. I work on multiple projects within the hospital at a given time. I'm collaborating with people and on meetings multiple times a day. So the operation side of what I was doing full-time as a registered nurse was very similar to being an operator of a multifamily syndication. There are a lot of different moving pieces. There's a lot of collaboration and networking and follow-up that's required. In terms of that respect, the transition was a lot easier than I was originally anticipating. 
I had a lot of foundational skill sets that was built into my career as a nurse in administration and in becoming an operator in multifamily syndications. When it came to kind of branding myself as a real estate investor, as the net worth nurse within my immediate circle of family and friends, it was a hurdle to jump when I first started having conversations about real estate investments with other physicians and nurses and even family and friends that I talk to on a regular basis. It was a little bit of like, wait, you're you're a nurse and you invest in real estate. It was like I had to kind of shift perspectives of like only being known as a nurse to okay, well now I'm really investing in real estate and I'm using all my skills on nursing to do this. And so it was a bit of a transition and even when I started building my brand and building my social media channels, I didn't receive a lot of feedback from my family and friends. It wasn't a lot of encouragement or like even really interest in real estate and I think that was just because most of us we grow up in the school system, you don't really learn anything about it. It's something that you have to speak yourself unless you're raised in the family or anything like that. But so transitioning those conversations into, yeah, I'm a nurse, but I'm also investing in real estate was a little bit of a hurdle. But as I started diving into the real estate community and joining these Facebook groups and different meetups and Zoom events, networking events with other real estate investors and I pushed out my brand. People were so encouraging. They were so inspiring and motivated. I'm so interested in what I was doing. And I really just kind of fell back on that foundation of a network and a support system as opposed even to some close family and friends that I had. I love that. And you know, I have some very good friends who are one's an orthopedic surgeon, still practicing orthopedic surgeon, a very successful developer been a guest on the show several times, you can still do this and maintain a full-time medical practice as long as you got the right team around you. Yeah, absolutely. So where were the gaps and how did you fill them? So my husband is huge. He is a partner with me in Willow Investment Group and the real estate company that we own. We've split up different parts of our business and we still collaborate together. So having that support with him and overall, that's really because we have the same goals in mind. When we first started investing in real estate, we got very specific about the why and why we wanted to do this. And it was, we have a three-year-old and a one-year-old at home and we really just wanted to put ourselves in a position five, 10 years down the road where we could be fully available to them and all their extracurricular activities and really just watch them grow up. I mean, I know so many people and us included that work full-time jobs and we really miss out on a lot of what's going on in terms of raising children. So real estate was a huge propellant in what we wanted to do with our future and the why. And we got very specific on that. And that was a very strong foundation to build this business. And when things get challenging or when we are presented with different obstacles, we're able to fall back on that foundation of like, okay, well, this is why we're doing it and what we need to do to get to the point that we're wanting to get to. In terms of filling that gap with other people and even in that support system, it was really getting into the different networking events available. On Facebook, there's tons of different groups. I'm a part of a lot of different... Well, a few different masterminds. I've been to a few different Zoom events, virtual events just right now because of COVID and everything. It's hard to get face-to-face with some people. But there's so many different resources of people you can get in touch with. And the thing is, there's so many people out there that are really juiced about real estate and love talking about it. And people are doing all sorts of cool things that you can really learn from 
each other in those conversations. They're very valuable. It really is. It really is a team sport. And it's the opposite of what you were taught in school. You know, if you collaborated with someone in school, that was called cheating. And uh, in the business world, it's the exact opposite. Yeah, exactly. When people go into the world of multifamily, uh, there's so again so many different ways to do this. You can go after pure cash flowing assets. You can go after value add type projects where you want to create value by improving the properties. You can do a deep value add, or you can go straight into construction and development. There's an entire continuum along that spectrum. Where did you start and where are you focused now? Um, yeah, it can be a little bit overwhelming learning about all the different things. Even within real estate and multifamily, there's still all these different niches that you can fall into. And honestly, it's really exciting because I think everyone kind of... A different business strategy appeals to different people. And where some people love flipping, other people are like, yeah, no, that's not for me. I'm more of a cash flowing buy and hold asset type person. So... For us, when we first got started, we were doing strong value-add deals, getting returns for our investors within a 3 to 5-year period. We're still really doing that. We're looking for those type deals just because we've created great broker relationships. We're getting off-market deals and listings. And we're finding that a lot of our investors like those types of investments. Sometimes with the value-add deals, they, they're not very heavy cash flowing. So then if you have those type investors, which we do work with, we'll present different deals to them. It might be a longer term buy and hold with a higher flowing cash flow. So it's just a different asset to really look at. It can be overwhelming if you're looking into all different types of things. I think if you get specific of what you want to do and really build a strong team around value-add, say for us, we're very specific about even when we're approaching brokers, these are the type of deals we're looking for. We're looking for this many units, this component value-add, this price point entry in this market. It's easier. It can take a little bit longer, but you're able to get to your goal a little bit faster because you are specific. So I think that's important. I think a lot of people, myself included, believe that there's so much money chasing a small number of opportunities in the market today that it's almost an auction environment. It's actually hard to find deals. Uh, In fact, we don't go looking for them at all. All the deals that we work on actually came to us. So we're filtering. Have you made that transition where you stopped looking for deals and now you're just picking from what's put in front of you? Yes. So building systems has been huge recently for us. So even building systems in terms of our investor flow and how we're getting in contact with these people through social media outlets and different content producing and then building email campaigns for different people coming to our website and kind of orchestrating all that and building it into a system is huge. It takes a lot of work on the front end, but ultimately it just makes the transitions a lot smoother. It's it's even honestly way better for the investor side of things. It's a mutually beneficial thing because even as an operator, you're putting in less work overall. So that's a system in terms of that respect. And then also for the deal flow as well. So I know a lot of people do mail campaigns, different things like that. We are very heavy on creating great relationships with our brokers. And because they know through our past experiences with us that we execute, that we have great turnaround time, that we have good follow-up, good communication skills. And honestly, that's what's so important even in this business as you're building a business with investors and brokers on both ends of things. In terms of getting the deals, if you create great relationships with the people getting you the deals, they will come. And that's by creating trust, rapport, good communication skills. And yep, we're, we're working on that. 
Savannah, if folks want to connect, if they want to get in touch, what's the best way? You can find me under the net worth nurse on all social media handles um, on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. My website's thenetworthnurse.com and you can email me at Savannah at the net worth nurse. I love connecting with people and talking real estate. So if you want to reach out, feel free. I'd love it. Well, I love the story. Thank you for sharing the perspective and for sharing your journey with us. And for the listeners at home, definitely reach out to Savannah at thenetworthnurse.com. In the meantime, have an awesome rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. 